0: Let's talk about being unduplicatable, unignorable, and untamed. Welcome to Metaphysics of Photography podcast, where we discuss elevated personal branding for mystical misfits and rock stars, as in crystals. I am Adanis, also known as Ultra, your host. Let's get started. Let's go right into the, the topic. I'm super stoked to talk about these three embodiments per se. I am calling them embodiments. Oh, they're also you know personifications of uh, my pillars of, of pillars, their their values, They are um, you know how we navigate the all of it. And what I mean by that is that sometimes, We want to compartmentalize our lives and handle specific areas alone, right? We have a business and we want to just fix the one part of the business that is not easy. And sometimes it's the entire business and the business is you. So unless you are operating in alignment, it really doesn't matter much what you're selecting, what you're choosing, and what you're doing. The alignment is really what number one leads to the great ideas. Number two has this a sort of insulating protection about it. As long as you're in alignment, you're protected from negativity. Therefore, you don't need alignment. I mean, you don't need protection. Then you understand that protection is what creates the need to be protected, right? Like, you're just like, if you have an armor and there's no war, if you have a gun and there's no, nothing to shoot right how powerful is that thing well it doesn't mean that it loses power but since it doesn't have any intentionality or any purpose it kind of is rendered useless right and oftentimes we can utilize those things and then use them incorrectly so what i really want to dig into is how i came up about with these you know how i came up with these three different embodiments right and it really comes down from my my business pillars my core pillars and so i'm going to share everything um that i feel is important for you to understand the conversation that we're having so my three pillars right and i feel like there's a lot more but it's almost like your core values is where you're just like you can have a hundred core values right but as long as you're observing the first three really intently really passionately really with a lot of awareness and you can go up to like five I think when it gets to be like more than honoring like five, six, 10, you know, it just gets to be too much because once you understand the priority of what you um, value, as long as you're leading with like the highest priority, you're always going to feel more fulfilled. Right. So think about it this way. If I mean, I'm going to use my my personal values because it's easy for me to talk about, like, you know, the truth. So one of my values is significance. That is my number freaking one. For years, it has been on number one. It has not changed positions in years. Now, my other ones have, because what I do is I prioritize what value at this time feels the most important to observe, to look at, the one that gives me the highest um, fulfillment value per se, right? So significant has remained at the top, but other ones have changed, like spirituality and pleasure. Sometimes they like, I'm like, huh, what's more important in this season of my life it's um, to have more pleasure more fun that's usually in the summers when the boys are around um and there's no school and you know because I want to spend time with them, I am less focused on work so that season is where I can allow myself to have a lot more fun and more pleasure, and then pleasure becomes like higher up in the you know chain of command per se and so I think to have incredible success, you must align your life and your business to the things that you value, that are important. And so in my business, there's three things that I believe are guaranteed success. Now, you can use this in your uh, metaphysics, law of attraction, woo-woo stuff. You can use this, what I'm going to tell you, to manifest what you desire. Or you can also use it to brand and market yourself um, the way that you want to. It's, I feel, I fell in love with the idea of marketing and manifesting because I feel like you need the exact same things to be successful, right? It's very hard to be successful if you're not authentic, right? It's very hard to be in alignment if you're not authentic. So sometimes for me, at least it, it it certainly feels like a lifestyle. It doesn't feel like I'm going to manifest for two hours and then I'm going to go back to, my regular way of thinking and operating. It just feels like once you start living this way, it becomes how you essentially always live, right? And I mean always, I mean like you wake up and you just live this life. At least that's how it is for me. So as I've been in business for a while and in different businesses and play with different types of things, I understood the most valuable and the most important things that i feel will create not only your business success for personal success right like if you're interested in your your fame and popularity um for us we call that sacred fame because we also um we we want the fame we go for it but it's so much bigger than us um so it's there's a sacredness to it now it doesn't mean that you have to be like a priest and then become popular no, what I consider to be sacred fame is this kind of fame that changes the world, that is world known, That is transcends time and space. Marilyn Monroe was not a preacher or a teacher, yet she had sacred fame because it's a fame that has transcended, right? Transcended what, human thinks, what most human think is possible. Now, nobody assumes, nobody thinks that someone who spends their entire childhood in foster care doesn't feel love or attractive, and was abused, we would think that someone with that type of early start will have a shaky and crazy, um, interesting life, right? None of us would be like, and that person will be famous. Yet, that's what I find, that no matter what walks of life you come from, it doesn't matter your... Ethnicity, your gender, it doesn't matter if you are fully capable or if you have some type of limitation, a handicap. It doesn't matter if you're a child. It doesn't matter if you are um, an old person. Like, I see that there is no limitations at all whatsoever with what is humanly possible. And so when you adopt this mentality, when you understand this at a deeper level, you can operate from that place. And that's what I find that when people had these common, not only me, but, you know, my clients and people that I studied from, when we had these common three pillars, they were successful. So we'll start with the first pillar. And I'm going to, I have my own definition for my pillars. So I'm also going to pull that up uh as i you know i explain all of the things um i'm going to pull that up so i can also show you where my crazy mind puts pillars at because sometimes i say confidence and somebody might be thinking mindset work but when i say confidence i mean spiritual work the confidence that you get like to have like crazy incredible confidence pillar number 1 and I'm going to give you in the order in which, which I think they need to be tackled, both in your personal um, development, your law of attraction, manifestation, and in your marketing and your branding. Okay, the first pillar is number one, confidence. Now, confidence, like I said, I'm going to t- kind of give you my personal opinions of where this comes in, how you can heal it, how you can mend it, and what is powerful about it, and how we personify it. So the first pillar is confidence. And the reason I chose confidence is because in sales, all you're doing is transferring confidence, right? That is a sale. When you meet someone and you have a product and you believe in that product and you believe that they can get the results and you can transfer that same confidence to your audience, then you have made a sale, right? Even if financially someone is not able to pay for your program right away, the moment that you have made that that transfer where they feel that confidence the sale is made that sale can happen right in that moment and it could happen sometime down the road but it is made and that's what we call to in my world the 50 millisecond sale right it's the sale that you have said you have sent out a powerful energy something about you a frequency about you which we call confidence right that you send it out there and is so powerful and so um purposeful that it's felt right like a dog whistle whistle to your ideal clients to your ideal people and it conveys it changes minds right it's power of influence but you can't change someone's mind without the confidence you can't say this is the best um shoes that i bought you should totally get these shoes right if you don't if you don't feel confident about that let's say you buy a pair of shoes and you're just like they're so hard to walk in um i was walking with them and i freaking um twisted my ankle and okay so you don't feel confident about the shoes how are you gonna sell those shoes i'd be like even though i tripped and like broke my hip um these are really cute right no confidence has to come from this deep inner certainty now, most people struggle with this. And I would say that's the number one people, um, the number one uh, women that I attract into my world, they want to increase their confidence. They already know that this is where it all begins. And so without being confident, you're not going be making, to be making good decisions about your brand. You're not going to be making good decisions about what you're going to manifest. So let's talk a tiny little bit about the personification of confidence in my world that is unduplicatability. You are unduplicatable. You're so confident in who you are, what you bring to the table that you know that there's, you do not exist in a world of competition. It is over. It is squashed. It will never exist for you because confidence, a confidence that makes you unduplicatable comes from what we call your inner game. This is your identity. This is your image. And this is not just your, you know, your confidence, your inner game, your identity. No, this is your point of awe. You have to be marveling at this human condition. You have to be like, wow, who is God? What is God? Why am I here? The confidence comes from knowing who you really are, who you really are is divine and said that, you know, and, and here's the thing. I get it. You can hear that message a million times. And I've even personally talked to God and to my angels. And I'm like, But I want to feel confidence. Confidence is not a feeling. It's a result. Confidence is not a feeling you can just generate. I feel confident. No, it's a result of bravery, right? And so let me tell you a couple of the things that will increase, especially as a woman, your confidence. Number one, mending the sexual split. Have you heard about the sexual split? I used to teach a lot on orgasmic manifesting, including at a website, a podcast called orgasmic manifesting or manifestation, something like that, some time ago. And I had heavily spoken about the um, sexual split. The sexual split is a psychological and emotional kind of split that happens in women where they, they take their good girl image and their sexual image, and they separate those because at some point they gotten negative message about their sexuality. Now, that is like the psychological, right? Like, like explanation. But in my world, we add another, another little slide to that. So instead, in my world, it doesn't split in two, it splits in three. So we have our spiritual self, we have our you know, psychological, like the the person we present to the world, and then we have our sexual self. So now confidence becomes about integration. You got to integrate and, and, and heal that sexual split where, why did I add the, the, you know, the spiritual side to it? Well, I grew up in church, right? And in church, anything sexual was bad. The only type of sex that was um, welcomed and when talked about was in marriage and um primarily women were encouraged to remain virgins um something weird about that for me is as an adult i started to think about do you think god would impregnate a woman behind her back and when i thought about it that way i was like you know god says that it can't do things without your consent per se right It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then I will give you all these things. It's not going to say, I'm going to give you all these things. And then when you have time, get to the good stuff. Get to the righteousness. No, there's always like some type of law, some type of condition, some type of give and take, some type of um, collaboration. And so your sexual energy, your sexual self, especially as a woman, I'm talking to women here, it's really primarily responsible for creative energy right we can just very easily connect that to your womb space being able to um, create a, a child another human now if somebody has like infertility issues um that doesn't mean that they are incapable of manifesting right Um, but there might be some things to, to look at, especially when it comes to mending the sexual split. But I added a a third option there versus two, like, um, splitting the, the good girl image from the sexual image. Um, and then the spiritual one, because even like, for example, me, I could go to school and have the good girl image for sure. I can be like the naughty one with my best friend in private or have a boyfriend or have some type of. You know, sexual adventure that nobody knows about, and then church. I'm, you know, being the church girl. That's not like how I am in school, and is certainly not how I am behind closed doors. It's another split of the the sense of wholeness. And so, a woman, um, it, you know, for example, somebody like Mary getting impregnated by the God, God, and having a a. a Half human, half God child, very mythological. Almost doesn't sound like the Bible when I say it like that, right? And when you're a woman, you are primarily in in religion. You're primarily kind of blamed for all the atrocious, horrible things in the world. Like if giving birth is bad, is like that's because God punished you because you were naughty and ate the apple. And then like, and your son killed your other son. That's because I declare that there would be war in your womb. And like all these stuff that are just like, whoa, this is horrible. But it causes this split. It's like, well, I'm going to have to be this very pure spiritual person. Then I'm going to have to be a woman submissive and make sure I do all the things that don't make me look like a slut. Make me look like a good little Christian, and then I have to be a professional image a woman I'm you know sophisticated, I'm educated, and I behave well. And then there's this um side of me that I allow my sexual side, and most of the time it's hidden, it's secret, it's done in the dark, and we feel a ton of shame around it because we have learned through society and religion to feel shame of it so. One of the ways that I've seen with women build an enormous amount of confidence is to actually mend the sexual split. And I don't say heal, I say mend because what we're talking about is a split, right? We have taken something that was originally whole and we chopped it up in a couple of pieces just so other people can digest it. And here we are walking around not feeling fully seen and, and loved and heard Well, if you are not integrating your sexual self into it, which is your creative magical self, your expressed self, then how do you think the other two personalities are doing the church girl that, you know, that Puritan type and then the other, you know, the righteous woman who's doing all the right things according to society, right? And so if everything you've ever learned about sex makes you feel bad and dirty, you will split it off. You will put it off to the corner, right? And it doesn't mean that you hate sex or you don't enjoy it or even if you have like totally negative feelings about sex. No, maybe like 90% positive, but there's still that 10% that you had to hide it because putting it out there then makes you, like in the public eye, especially if you're, um, you know, taking your claim and making your own fame that this is going to be a big issue where I can't be sexual or I will be um you know put down by other women and I've certainly experienced where I've talked about sex sexuality and orgasms and women um aren't really really comfortable (laughs) or excited about those topics which I thought they would be but you know I've been I've been I've been wrong here and there i think that people are for the most part excited and curious but the fear of like sin and the devil and being like ostracized and criticized and judged i think is so great and so ingrained you know that people instead some somebody may be really curious about something but instead of going into lean into that curiosity they just end up criticizing it right like saying like hey no i don't like it right so almost like um i have i had a friend not sure that he's alive i hope that he is but back um a little while ago some years ago i was working in hiv research at the university of south florida your girl was working at the university of south florida so i forget all the careers i've had seriously and we're doing studying um research on interesting that I, i was doing research before interesting that i was a researcher because i love fucking research um, not all research is created equal, right? I really love researching on the topics that I care about, but I am a curious one. So research on HIV and at that point, the epidemic and everything that we were dealing with um, as a society was really important, especially in minorities where it was spreading like wildfire. Nonetheless, there is so much fear that I learned from religion. So that, that this conversation could be very lengthy, but I want to keep it, you know, buttoned up. Um, your your inner game, how you feel about yourself is where confidence comes from. And I'm going to give you a little hint as to how to develop more confidence and confidence and it's easier than you imagine. It's just simply completing things. This is a really, 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 really important one. And we really miss it because... the law of attraction community and manifestation we've taught people to be fucking lazy and there's a way to be lazy but it's not the way to be lazy is just to visualize right that's the laziest easiest fastest way to get what you want um but we have taught people to like not put any type of effort into getting shit right so completion is super super extraordinarily important um, if you notice that you start a lot of projects and don't complete them, by the way, that was me. You will see that when you decide to go like start to finish from point A to Z, you're just like, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to commit to it. You're going to see that every single time you complete something, you, you increase your confidence automatically on its very own. So imagine somebody's learning to play the piano. Today's the first day of learning to play the piano. We have no idea. We know for sure that that person you may not be very good at the first day of playing the piano. But if you play the piano every day, for a year, we know that by the end of the year, you will be a pretty good piano player. And you can actually play the piano. Like you will be actually good if you just every single day, did a little bit of practicing. So we know that doing something every single day and working towards something every single day and completing things improves how you feel. If you set out to learn how to play the piano and you give yourself a schedule, I'm going to practice every day or every three times a day or five times a week. It doesn't matter, right? And then you stick to that. It's not necessarily just the practicing every day. Yes, that helps. But it's the idea that you committed to something and followed through, that is really powerful. It is really a confidence builder. So if you have a bunch of projects, I would imagine, or courses or programs, I imagine that I want you to um, um, pick what programs you are going to complete. Take a course, take two courses and say every week, I'm not going to invest anymore until I every week complete programs I have bought. Now, if you are just like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm don't care for those programs, I got into them and they weren't the ones that I needed, then I'm going to need you to kind of like all the way let it go. So for example, I was in a program in a group that was not like I like or didn't like. I really wasn't adding to my life. And so I was like, but I bought the program. And if they update the program, which was on Facebook, so anybody delivering their content on Facebook, please don't tell me that you're making seven figures because... It's a little sad and a little, it's a little bit, it's a little too much for me. Um, you know, make an app. You can afford it. Make an app. Make a, a dedicated place where you can really feed people and, and not have any restrictions. Um, I know people who've done that and they've had massive success because that you can't get blocked from your own app. You know what I mean? You can't get blocked from your own email list. You can't get blocked from your own, you know, um, owned, your own content. Anyways off on a tangent here so let's just keep on going um so these are the five blocks that i see um that once women uh, release these blocks they have an incredible amount of confidence and success and they identify with who they really are which is a divine which brings them brings them into this content constant state of awe and amazeness right like wow life is so amazing it keeps getting better it's so cool i know what to do um so um these are the five blocks that i found shame and i um shame and guilt because they kind of come hand in hand um there's also releasing the sexual split the sexual weirdness um releasing inferiority releasing a negative expectancy and releasing the what I call the Sleeping Beauty effect or the savior thing, where we're just sitting here waiting for someone to save us, waiting for someone to rescue us. Um, so, other ways to build up your your confidence is to do uh, daily mindset work around what it is that you are feel restricted or limited. Um, uh, like I said, I already told you, completing things is a self esteem rocket like rocket ship, right? You wanna. Um, you want to feel confident about what you're doing complete stuff start finish start finish start finish you know and sometimes i would tell you that starting and finishing something is more powerful than doing it well half ass or, or like half done i have created potent content and amazing podcasts that i don't finish so i don't upload them so how is that even helping me right it's so potent it's so good but i didn't upload it so it's, it's almost like Wasted time. It's like almost like I didn't do anything, right? Because I do get like that dopamine fix. I'm like, I'm doing it. But if nobody's listening to it, if I didn't upload it, right, I'm doing it half ass. And I'm not gonna, I really cannot expect to get the results that I want from doing things half ass, not completing things. So the thing about com- con- confidence is that this is your foundational energy. Without this strong foundation, nothing, its a house of, it's a house of cards, nothing else will be able to stand. Right, and here we're gonna work, or you can work through your core values, your understanding the metaphysics of confidence, understanding, uh, spirituality, integrity, um, intuitions, um, your non-altruistic why. I think that there's a lot of benefits that sometimes when we talk about having a big mission, a big big passion, and we think about all the people we can help, but we often forget that having a super super altruistic type of goal um may may, it may sound like more work for your inner child and you're like yeah but it's so cool i'm gonna save so many people i'm gonna help so many people and your inner child is like i don't actually want to do that much work i want to enjoy my life a little bit more right and so I think that whenever we have a huge, lofty, super big goal, that one of the things we need to check into is like, how do I personally benefit? Yes, the world would heal, and but the world's going to heal and continue without me. How would I personally benefit from doing this great big thing? Um, So let's go into, and there's a little bit more I can go into, but I want to go into the rest of the pillars. Pillar number two. Um, and we're going to be talking about the power of creativity and your <coughs> competitive advantage so your pillar number two is your creativity and at first when i created these pillars they didn't have a specific order i was like this or this or this or this but then after i was like oh it is a specific order because if you don't have confidence then the other ones don't work for you, right? So you got to start with confidence and building that up, building your internal um, internal support system, refining your skills, creating milestones so then you can complete them and practicing your craft every day, right? So you can feel really, really, really confident about who you are and what you offer. And let's take a look at pillar number two, which is the pillar of what I call creativity. Now, some of these overlap right so i will be talking about confidence and then simultaneously get into creativity and get into positioning but that's because they built on, on each other but the way to make it work to make it systematic so we can make it work is we got to understand the 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 value of each pillar and that's why it requires a certain order of um activation well once you activate into your confidence. One of the benefits right away that you'll notice is that yeah you will have a ton of creativity. That's because when you have find when you find alignment, we are creative beings. We will go to our default. Our default is to make to create. So I think that as a direct result of deep diving into your your confidence, um, and your true identity, then you can develop what i call you know creative currency this is before you make money you have creative currency this is art this is where you get exposure this is where you get attention this is where you're not just being creative as in artistic but being creative as in creating things you won't be able to control it you won't be able to stop yourself i put myself on a on a little bit of a deadline and i was like i want to create you know four courses this past month, I think it was, or this month or whatever. And when I got to just barely finishing the second one, I was like, damn, I like totally underestimated how long it was going to take. And I was like, oh, I was like, all right, whatever. Now I know better. And I, you know, I just dove back into alignment. I was like, all right, let's go back into feeling feeling good, feeling on purpose, knowing who we are. And just like that, just the moment that I was like, letting go of like the, I have to put these more courses on, blah, blah, blah. I instantly had an idea and it was from a training that I had um, recorded for a private group. And for some reason I was listening to it and I was like, actually, I can make this into a course. So I downloaded the audio and uploaded it onto um, a separate type of of course, not necessarily as a part of course. It was part of the God Academy, but I was like, "Man, this is so good. This can be a standalone co- course." So the content was already created. All I did was like re-download it, my own stuff, and then I re-uploaded it as its own separate thing. So I actually got the the four uh, programs that I wanted to get started, actually, let me not lie. Let me see. I think at least 3 3 new programs were completed and uploaded. Um, and the goal was four, but let me, let me check because I may be doing, okay. So one, two, three. So I actually, my goal was four new courses. By the time I got done, remember the completion is freaking magic. By the time I got done with the second one, I had run out of time. I had given myself a deadline and I was like, what am I going to do? So I was like, okay, let's spend one more day and finish it get it done get it complete and then we'll move on that's it we'll give it one more day to to upload it in that one day that's that's the day that i got the idea i completed the second course i got the idea to put a third one on there and so as of now my goal was four but i completed three that's pretty good because when you're flying blind um meaning you're just trying things out you have to be willing to say oh I put too many things on my plate or, oh, I didn't put enough things on my plate. You like you have to evaluate where you are at the moment. Now, obviously, depending on where your life is at, if you're too busy taking care of your house, you may not you know, overload your calendar with a million things to do. You might have to take it easy. And so um, being flexible doesn't mean that you're not committed. I really, really wanted these four classes done. And by the time that I got the third one, And it was so much easier, like literally spent a ton of time on one, a little bit more time on the other one. It was a 30 day program. So it took, you know, 30 different videos, 30 exercises. Um, But by the time that I got to like one more without even wanting to do one more, I was just like, damn, I only got two. Then I just listened to this training and it it wasn't intentional. I was just looking for something. And then I was like, turn this into a course, turn it into a course, got my third one done in like... Minutes, if not, yeah, it, it, I mean, it It was like almost minutes, maybe a little bit longer because of the downloading speeds. And when you have a little bit of a longer video, it's just downloading and uploading that was taking a little bit of time, but the work was already done. I downloaded it, then re uploaded it with some, um, with a new like logo or branding, so so people knew that it was a separate thing, and so. It wasn't because I I didn't feel like bad because I completed two things and then I evaluated. And then because I completed and did the two, it felt really good about that. Then the third option came in and based on what I'm supposed to do this this week, I may have um, some time. I may have some open time up to finish up some of the stuff that I already started. So at the same time, your confidence is going to require you to have a certain amount of um flexibility and discernment okay but let's talk about creativity creativity is what's going to get you attention right so when you have a creative photo, a creative branding, that's where people are gonna stop the scroll. That's the 50 millisecond sale. You, you, know, you, know, you do something cool in a photo, people go, that's my girl, that's my people, I love her, I wanna follow her, I wanna be with her. What is, what is she selling? Who is this person? And that is your creative currency. Your creative currency is going to like, people are gonna say yes to your creative currency before they hand over the money, financially, like actual physical money. So this your your pillar number 2 is creativity. The creativity is going to be able to lead you to attention. This attention is going to be your ability to sell. Once people see your your images, your posts, they go like who is this girl? You say something that blows their mind and then they're like I want to work with them, right? And I also added art here because creativity is the art of being yourself, right? The art of being so unique and different and really having a strong differentiator when you have a strong differentiator you're going to stand out that means that you're going to get attention which means once you have someone's attention you can actually start to exchange you know currency energy you you give them you teach them you love them you support them you make them laugh and when they're ready to make a purchase when they're ready to get the help that you have they will come to you you will be the only option in their in their in their mind right? This is the the 50 millisecond sale tells us in my world that somebody will say yes to your offer way before they've pulled the money out of their wallet. Everything else is a justification of that yes, they've already said in their mind. They might see a video of you or something you post and they're like, who is this freaking person? I want to work with her. And that is not even something that they're completely conscious of because this is happening at a subterranean level of your awareness right? This is super, super important. If you get anything from this conversation, this is probably something to write down. This is also where, where we have this first impression, right? So, but, but remember, without confidence, what kind of first impression do you think you're going to leave, right? So confidence, if you don't have confidence, you have lack of confidence, which means you feel insecure, right? And if you feel insecure, do you think you can ever sell anyone, anything from the energy of insecurity, Yeah, you can. Another insecure person who's going to be highly dissatisfied with whatever it is that you guys are working on together. And because you're both on the same frequency of dissatisfaction, you're going to be dissatisfied with your clients and they're going to be dissatisfied with your service. And so do unto others as you like them to do unto you. Um, I put this under this pillar as well because the way that we get attention is through our creativity and the way that we get to our creativity is through our internal um conversation and our internal world and that that confidence of knowing who you are what you're here to do um your power your movement your whole entire identity and remember for me this is not like identity where you can claim an identity like i am a millionaire. I am powerful. No, this is about your identity, which is recognizing that there's a power out there. We call that power God. We call that power universe. And that is the very energy that is pumping your heart and has made every atom in your body. That is who you really are. A completely unlimited being so your creativity is also about bringing a fresh angle to the table how many of us are always talking about law of attraction manifestation branding marketing we can talk about the same things right but if you have a strong differentiator you're bringing the fresh angle and people are going to gravitate to you because they're going to be like damn everybody's talking about it like this and then you come over here and you're like pow and that pow jolts them it wakes them up into another level of awareness and so attention is the currency of the day. If you notice that most um, social media, um, they're doing everything possible to understand how to capture people's attention, even if it's negative, it doesn't matter. This is the currency. The right attention is gold, right? So when you're focused on money um, and when you're focused on these things, you're leaving a lot of, of potential wealth at, at the table because your creativity is your currency, right and so how do you drive um more attention how do you get more attention how do you have more creativity how do you have more um, of that creative currency that how do you expose yourself more how do you treat your your work as like invaluable art right like art is like real estate it goes up in value it doesn't it doesn't reduce in value because the art is the value is determined by whatever you say you know, like we we live in a house, it's pretty small, but it's already close to, I don't know, 800,000. And we're thinking like, damn, um, we, this house should be at a million already, but we're like, okay, whatever. We look at the houses around us that are for sale. They're all selling for over a million. So that means that the next time we do an appraisal very easily, because we haven't appraised our house in a while, very easily it's gonna be way over 1 million right there. So you understand that. Um, When you know how to pay attention to the right things, when you understand what's going on, you have access to currency, you have power, right? And also attention is going to allow you to be professional, right? How how are you going to sell something? How are you going to sell your offers? How are you going to create a movement if you cannot command attention and nobody knows who you are? And even if they see you, they just scroll right past you because you have no attention command power. No attention means no clients because that's that attention is the currency of the day. So one of the things we learn to do is protect our creativity, insulate ourselves, right? We work on our confidence. So our creativity is freaking magic. We are hypersensitive and hyperspecific to our superpower, which brings me into pillar three. Your superpower literally is your positioning. So let's talk about that. So I've already connected pillar number one, which is t- in order to be unduplicatable, you have to come from um, this crazy, crazy place of incredible confidence. And we know confidence is not a feeling. Confidence is a result of bravery. And so the second thing that we're talking about is um, being untamed. This is the part of the creativity. Being untamed. Um, means that you are unable to be domesticated right that you allow yourself to be wild well creativity is wild it's, it doesn't necessarily follow any rules so if you know any painters like Jackson Pollock he would step on you know he would have these huge canvases and just throw wildly and violently throw paint around right so he was allowed himself to be completely untamed in that moment people make music maybe people make poems and they never make it from this place of constriction and rules it always comes from this place of freedom wild untamable freedom this is your. You, this is your um where this creativity makes you where you are untamed right and how much attention do can someone get from someone who's free than from someone who's really restricted. I mean, none of us, none of us necessarily look up to people who um, don't break paradigms and break the rules. We all admire those who challenge the status quo. Even if we're not necessarily poised to challenge it ourselves, we admire, we can easily admire that. And so the next thing that we're dealing with, right? Pillar one, confidence. Pillar two, creativity. Pillar three, this is your competitive advantage. So these are the three the three Cs of success um, in these three pillars. So what is it that gives you the competitive advantage, right? The competitive advantage, this is what I call be unignorable. Be unignorable. And you see how when you are unduplicatable, you're also working with creativity because when you work with... Um, a highly creative team or a highly creative energy you're not going to be duplicating things or copying anybody's you know desires or anybody's branding or marketing you're not um you, you don't need to you are your source of of creative flow i mean why wouldn't god just tell you directly what is going to work for you you think that you're just going to have to google it you don't have a connection right but to see this is why then having that inner game buttoned up is so important. But these are all going to overlap in some way or the other. In a pillar one, which I have confidence, I also have that this is your foundational energy. Not only is your foundational energy, but this is your superpower. You knowing who you really are is um, what gives you the competitive advantage. Um, so let's talk about the actual un- ignorable part, right? This is what makes you gives you like that positioning power. So positioning means that you, you are, um, for the sake of simplicity, we're going to say that positioning is where you want to be in your niche. And let's just make an assumption that you want to be the go-to, right? So in order for you to be the go-to, you're going to need to be to have some type of superpower, super ability. And I've made already um, enough content to tell you that you don't need to be special at all whatsoever to get fame. There's no requirements. And if you have more questions about how to attain fame, I created this incredible um, article or PDF download that you can um, get. You simply have to go to ajanaismarero.com/slash-celeb-code, um, like celebrity and code, celeb code. And you can download where I created this, um, this, you know, I wrote down some people who became huge stars like Jim Carrey, Marilyn Monroe, Pamela Anderson, uh, Michael Jackson, who use um, manifestation to manifest, you know, all the most mag- magical things in their life. And, you know, these um, were people who used it before things were popular. Um, the Beatles were meditating before meditating was popular and actually there were one of the reasons why it became more um you know known and more accepted because a band like the Beatles that was so popular and so trending and so modern um endorsed it simple as that and so when i'm talking about your ability to create fame you do not need any prerequisites but if you want to be you want to be in this position if you want to be the top of the top you want to be the go-to expert, you want to be um, the leader in your niche, then you're going to need a superpower. Plain and simple. Lady Gaga is a phenomenal superstar singer, right? She's got talent. So if you were born with a super ability like ESP, um, anything mystical, uh, remote viewing, channeling, talking to spirits, angelic, whatever, all the things, all the things, the invisible things, um, then it, that is something that you want to lean into and explore and amplify. I do precognition, right, right? Which means I can tune into someone's brand and see the future of the brand. So, in order for me to be able to really, really like advertise that and really talk into that and develop that as a superpower. It is my job and my responsibility to develop that skill. Right? Um some things are we're born with, right? Like I was born with the ability to to draw. Some people can sing. But Beyonce, no matter how beautiful, how amazing she sings, she trains and she trains all the time. And she's been doing it since she was a young young girl and it will she will never stop harnessing and developing her talent. So you can born you could be born with a talent. It still needs refinement. It needs still needs your attention, um, or you can simply select what you want to be known for. Now I don't necessarily that that you rec- I recommend that um, it's just picking because sometimes if you haven't done enough internal work, you're going to be picking things that may not be in alignment for your soul. Um, but. Sometimes you have I- innate gifts and you're just unable to see them. So um, this would, you know, a person, a friend, a coach, a mentor, a teacher could really be helpful in helping you identify, you know, what are your, your, your special abilities? What are your skills? What are your talents? Natural or supernatural, it doesn't matter. Like if you're a singer and even if you are a good singer, you need to refine that. You need to refine that and make that your superpower. And if you're a singer, you probably love and enjoy singing. So it's not like I'm asking you to do something that you don't want to do, right? If I want to be the metaphysics um, known for, you know, teaching or whatever, like it takes no effort at all. I mean, sometimes because I'm busy, the effort is like I don't have time. But like when I sit down and I write my papers, when I do research, when I'm studying my, um, my PhD, whatever, I am in pure bliss like I love it most of the time I stop because I'm too tired to keep reading and I was like I'm too tired but I love it I'm obsessed with it and as I obsess with it I refine my skills how do I work on my precognition well sometimes um, it's not like learn it's not like you can get a coach and they can teach you how to be more precognitive Um, all they can really do is hold you accountable for you doing what you need to do but precognition is like anything right how do you become a runner Well, you start running, maybe a little slow jog, maybe a little running and a little walking and and you create a system where you practice running every day. So basically for any talent, any skills, whether it is a physical or a supernatural power, practicing your craft every day is going to lead you to the mastery of it. And guess what? When you practice every day, you complete something every day. Guess what happens? Your Inner life improves. So, confidence goes up, right? As you develop your superpower, you know how to convey and command attention because you're just like, I know that this is what the world needs. This is super cool. Like, I got to teach this, I got to show people. And it would really, I think, what's really important here with the idea of being unignorable is that if somebody, let's say that somebody could read someone's mind, that is a talent that the world could marvel at when the long island medium came out i mean that song that show was super popular because she could talk to to spirits and you can see where she would you know confront people and say hey do you have someone pass on and it was super interesting because we all marvel at someone's super abilities or their talent especially If you're not born with a certain talent and you're like, fuck it, I'm going for it. We then marvel and admire their tenacity and their ability to stick to it. You know what I mean? Which is a superpower. Resiliency and repetition and consistency and discipline is actually a superpower. And, you know, your positioning is the place that you want in the market. And you get to select that. We get to use manifestations to make that a very real Internal uh, practice, and we get to work on your positioning, your superpower, your performance. This is what I call the actual alchemy. This is where we talk about marketing, um, product positioning, brand price, competition based positioning. Um, What else? How do you want to be seen? How do you want to be perceived? But you cannot get to this without working on your confidence, your inner game. You can't get to. you know accessing your superpower without creativity even a lot of um of the you know metaphysical practices that i give people including meditation they um they're very creative i've given people um, meditations where they go through an entire um, ritual in their minds so it's a very creative process i also give my clients a ton of creative writing and journaling um to do to explore the um, the, the the their fantasies, not necessarily to dig up old wounds, but to explore a magical worlds that we've left behind because we never thought they could happen. Okay, so when you are working from this unique superpower that you only have, that you only possess, your special ability, your unique talent, then you are not just unduplicatable because you are, but you're also unignorable people will not be able to stop without paying attention to you what you say what you were conveying what you're talking about your images i mean i see this in my life every single day and i literally just really started to explore with a lot of intensity focus and like a hell yes because a lot of times god may bring you to some topics you may not be ready to tackle right away so within a few weeks, I feel like within a few weeks, I'm able, I've been able to accomplish things that maybe take people months or even sometimes years. Okay, so positioning strategies we talk about here. I cannot position you without knowing how your inner world is doing. Cause if you don't have any confidence, you're not, you're not gonna be able to sell. I'm not gonna give you images and create a whole brand identity for you that you can't hold in your, in your hands. Like holding like sand and then you try to grasp it and all the sand spills out of through your fingers. So we need you to, we need you to be foundationally ready, right? Energetically, your energetic foundation has to be solid. We need you to understand the power of attention, creativity, and the currency that it provides. And then we need to do, and the physical manifestation of it, and the physical part of it, we have to start to put these things into the physical world. Now, a lot of times, because of the confidence and working on your inner game, your inner identity, because of attention, the creativity that results from that, and your bravery all combined, actually starts to... um, it starts to be the thing that is leading the brand what i mean by that it's like maybe you have um some colors and some images and da da raw and it's fine but because you haven't fully done the confidence and the foundational energy work because you fully don't understand the power of attention and creativity right like your brand looks amazing but it has no power because it's just like oh pretty fronts pretty fonts pretty colors pretty pictures that's it, there's no substance, right? So in order for the alchemy to take place, then the alchemy must take place as above, so below. You need to change your inside. And the things that I love about alchemy is that when you change the internal part, the energetic part, the external changes, that's actually the alchemy, right? Alchemy, in ancient times, was that you took a metal, any other type of metal, it could be aluminum, it could be, I don't know, steel, And then you do stuff to it and it turns into gold. Do you know that right now we can do that? We can actually scientifically replicate and create gold from a metal. The only problem is that when you do it through alchemy, right, it is a process that is wholesome and is natural and it happens the best way how it needs to happen. When we do it artificially, through scientific means, they have not found any th- that they can make gold that is stable, meaning that it is kind of like uh, it, it, it suits radiation, meaning humans can't use it. So look how interesting life is that this entire earth can make gold and we can go into caves and into the ground and dig up this gold. That's not going to hurt us. It's high valuable. But if we try to make it, it will kill us. Right. Because it's not it doesn't have substance. We're not doing it for the right reason. We're not making gold because, you know, it's good for the environment. No, we want to make gold because we want to be we want to be greedy and want to sell it. Like if we can just make it and we can, you know, sell it to people. That is um, artificial diamonds for me are like that um, where the earth has taken sometimes, you know, hundreds of thousands and I don't know how many years to produce some of these beautiful things that take time, um, we want to replicate that in, in minutes. And that's okay, but if you buy me a cubic zirconia, I'm probably not going to be in love with it. But if you get me a, like a gray diamond, a chocolate diamond, something that is rare and unique and the God itself, the, you know, the goddess herself made it from the earth, for me holds so much more value. And also value is what you give it, right? It's a belief. And so this is where, in the, in the positioning, where you dive into your superpower, this is where the alchemy is happening, this is where the performance is happening, right? If you're a singer, this is your show, this is where you dress up and you, you know, dance and show people who you really are. And you have to have, right, let's use the singing example, you have to be unduplicatable, you have to be unignorable, So that way people are talking about your show, they're talking about what you do, right? It's important to you that you get attention because why else would you do this? Why else would you put on a concert and sell, you know, half a million tickets to not put on the most jaw-dropping show in the world that you are capable of doing? And you can, you're capable of doing that right now if we address all these pillars. And so here we'll also be talking about and thinking on the consistency, the audience, being obsessed with your niche, right? Obsessing over your um, avatar, loving your avatar like it's your little sister, like someone that you want so much. And I say that loving your avatar like it's your little sister. I have a little sister. And so if you hate your little sister, you got work to do and don't expect to be successful. Um, I think that you can, have, you can have a not relationship. You cannot. Okay, how do I want to say this? I think it's possible for you to be completely healed and loving your family and not have a relationship with them directly. I think that's 100% possible. Because if they're not in the same frequency, even if you do want to love them and hang out with them, they just won't be able to hang out with you. They just won't ever feel comfortable around you. If somebody with low self-esteem is around you, they may look at you and be like, she's so fucking arrogant. But you're just over here like, la la la, I have no idea how they feel. It's because they're going off on their personal feeling, the personal feelings that um, that is coming up as they're in your presence. And so sometimes that's so uncomfortable that they're like, you know, I'd rather not be around them so they are within their level of peace, and I could be in my level of peace. But I love my little sister. My little sister's ten years younger than me. And so I'm 45. She's 35. She just had a baby. I'm gonna go meet my niece. I'm so excited. I'm flying to New York next week, bitches. And I'm giving myself I'm calling it a vacation. God knows that I'll probably work. Um I wanna I wanna see if I can finish my master's thesis while I'm away because um, I won't necessarily be able to do some of the regular things that I do. A lot of the other stuff I can, but I haven't really had a vacation. So I may take like the week where I'm just like not podcasting, not doing like, I may give myself a legit vacation and hang out with the family and really enjoy them. Okay. Um, so, the thing about authority is that they know their topic intimately, right? So for you to become the go-to authority, you don't need to study, you don't need to research. You need to be so obsessed over your talent, your skill, your niche, and what you offer that you can talk about it in and in a, you know in in a in a heartbeat. If I came up to you and I'd be like, "Hey, tomorrow, I need you to talk to a thousand people that blah blah blah." Now. If you go home and you start to do research, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? You don't know your topic well enough. Because if you say that to me, all I have to do is be like, well, what am I offering? What am I currently offering? What do I believe in? What are the pillars? No matter what, whether I have something to sell or not, the pillars are never going to change. Because I believe that even if I was teaching people on manifestation, the pillars remain, right? Let's look at them from the pillars of Using it for manifest the dream, the life of your dreams. Number one, confidence. Your inner game. Well, your inner game is everything. That's where your your life comes from from the inside. So you got to check into your values. You got to check into your spirituality. You got to check into um how you live internally, right? Your inner conversations, your mindset, your dialogue, your self esteem. To manifest your dreams, the the dream reality that you want, you got to get intimate with yourself, with your inner self, because at the subconscious level, that's where there's things in there that you're trying to fix. So you got to go get, you got to go in there and be available for that stuff to be revealed. So in order for you to manifest, your inner game is still going to be pillar number one. Pillar number two, if you want to manifest, oh, it's still creativity because in the creative playground, that's where you actually go manifest. You close your eyes and visualize, right? That's how you manifest. You see what you want. You journal on it. You feel it. You sense it. So creativity is still going to be the cradle of where your dreams come from like or lack thereof. If you are not creative, how cool are you going to make your life? If you're just like, well, my life is fine. I never have to do anything. I'm at home and and everything's, yeah, like you're, you're, Completely peaceful, but that's not very creative and probably not very, doesn't elicit a lot of desire from you. And let's see if pillar three checks into it again, right? To manifest. I got pillar three as the alchemy, as your superpower. So, manifestation is understanding that you have a superpower and that that superpower is what you're going to lean into, which is your ability to manifest whatever you want, right? So you need to know. So if you want to manifest, right, you need to have that internal confidence, that faith, that belief that it will happen, that it can happen, that it's happening already. And that requires you to have really strong foundational energy, right? That requires you to have a really connected um, uh, life to the divine. To manifest the things that you want, you need to get creative. Maybe you don't have um, a lot of money, so you may have To come up with creative ideas on how to generate income, how to generate attention, how to generate um, how to create something, how to create art that you love to make. Yeah. And then the alchemy, you know, what what are you willing to do for that dream? And a lot of times when it comes to the authority required to manifest, it goes back to number one, but it also comes here to number three. Do you actually, are you consistent in working on what you want to work on? Because consistency is the power that we talk about here in Pillar 3 with Positioning, Superpower, Alchemy. An alchemist, and I have a course that I was telling people like, if you're not learning a course, you're an apprentice. And an apprentice needs an experimentation room. You need a place where you can go and experiment, right? And so when do you experiment? Every day. You every if you are going to if you if your desire is to be um you know a magician or an alchemist then every day you got to be practicing your alchemy and this is where consistency comes from that is exactly what you need for manifesting you need to be obsessed with your vision right obsessed with your fish with your niche with the fish with your fish hmm I wonder what I'm trying to say here um you have to love your avatar in order for you to create content and do things that are for your audience right so your audience in the state and how it looks it's your desires like what is it that you think you're going to get out of it right so these things apply across these three uh, pillars apply across the board for success so at the uh, pillar three we're getting into action right What kind of marketing positioning, what kind of products, what kind of looks, what kind of colors, what are um, your abilities that we need to highlight so people can see that, you know, you're the real deal. That's all manifestation, right? This is where you amplify your psychic powers. This is where you set devotional time for routines. Now, it feels like positioning is like, wait, a routine that feels like part of confidence. Well, it is because all these three things, they're almost inseparable, when you develop your inner world, you will develop confidence, you will have creativity, and you will, you will be able to position yourself as unduplicatable, unignorable, and completely untamed because uh, you have nothing holding you back. Have you ever seen wild horses run? I have at the beach. It's so Beautiful. They're just running as fast as they can just the sound of their their the feet hitting the, the the sand and the waves and the splashing of the water and it's just so majestic right it's so powerful i couldn't ignore it i remember just being about 17 years old and listening to the sound of that and it's like wondering what that noise was. And it's like there's wild horses at the beach and you run to the beach just to watch the power of the wild horse. Not a tamed horse, not a man on a horse. These horses are running wild. and They're so beautiful in their wildness, right? And so this is this is about being untamed, allowing yourself to be wild. Your competitive advantage, right? It highlights the part of business where you are so unique in the market. You can only develop a unique, a unique um, position in the market if you are indeed unique and different. You can't fake this stuff, right? That's why the first two pillars are so important. You need the confidence and you need the creativity to have the competitive edge. Um, okay. So I hope that really served you, like really fully understanding um, some of the, you know, the pivotal things that we work on when we work on together that I'm constantly working on like with you. I just shared it for free. These are pivotal. These are pillars. This is the magic sauce. And again, if you're interested in like reading a little bit more about it, I broke it down by celebrities who've manifested incredible fame, right? Like Jim Carrey who is completely, like, he would be famous anywhere, anywhere you go in the world, right? Uh, Marilyn Monroe, Pamela Anderson. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Oprah, Tony Robbins. These are all people who have been able to use these things, right? Their inner game, their power of creativity to position their se- themselves as the top leading or whatever, right? Marilyn Monroe was at some point the, considered the most beautiful woman on the world. So that comes from your superpower, right? Even if you're the ugliest woman in the world, that is still, right? Because it's still fame. It's still, it's still a super something. It's still supernatural. It's still um, something that it goes above and beyond. And I'm gonna tell you one more thing. Anything that you desire to have, you can have it if you have one one, one of these things, which is consistency and determination and just never giving up, which is on the bottom pillar, pillar number three, we hold in here the um, frequency of consistency. Consistency. Be unignorable, undubricable. Get in front of your audience. Love them. Obsess over your stuff. Be loyal to your values. Know who you really are. All these things are like building the strongest, you know, internal network, you are completely unshakable. And so um, who's, who's like, I mean, Jim Carrey superpower, right? He's hilarious. He's funny, but he's also a deep thinker, philosopher. What is um, Oprah's? Oprah can command attention like nobody, you know, um, confidence. Jim is confident. Oprah's confident. Lady Gaga's confident. These are pivotal things. These are foundational things. Without confidence, your creativity and your positioning is not going to go anywhere because there's no sustainability for it. It's like you're building your house on sand and here comes a wave and whoosh, Crash! It is done, and then you're like, "What's wrong? Why?" I tell you what's wrong. I tell you that somebody's built their their your their castle on sand. When the wave comes, take the castle away, and they're wondering what, like, the fuck happened, like that moment. Because when you create true foundational energy and true confidence, let's say that you did build it in the sand, and the wave took it off. Then you also see that as like something cool, something good, something powerful. Like, oh, done with that project, next. You're not, you're not creating an entire identity over that one thing you did, right? So, okay, that is all that I have for you today. Go on at Morero.com slash celebcode. Download the PDF to show you incredible celebrities who've used the power of their mind to manifest fame and their power of their mind alone. Now we can use everything that we, they have taught us and showed us about being able to manifest our dreams um, and we can utilize that and that's free. So I give you a resource where you can see like videos and quotes and all kinds of documentation about people, big mega stars talking about the power of being able to hold that vision. i give you a little bit of a tip at the end on how to do it, a little step-by-step process. And also, I invite you that if you're interested in talking and learning more about it, at the end of the PDF, there's going to be a link that you can click, and it could set you up for an appointment. And there's no obligation to buy. There's nothing to do. There's nothing crazy. You simply go, click on the link, and there's going to be a couple of questions to set up the appointment just so I could be ready to talk to you. And that's it. We have a conversation. You know, on that call, I will be able to... Directly connect to your sacred um, framework or blueprint. I use them both because sometimes my accent doesn't necessarily want to play well with me that day. But essentially, we create you a roadmap. We um, talk about all the things. Obviously, you've already, if you if you answer the questions on Calendly, which is just a link to connect to my calendar, you're just going to give me a couple of ideas of, like what kind of fame you want what what you're here to do and that's going to be able to prepare me for our conversation and to start working on creating the most drop-dead gorgeous metaphysical marketing that you can freaking dream up because that's what we work with we work with dreams we work with the inner world we bring things from the inner world to the outside And it's so much fun. It's so cool. And here's the thing. If you get on the call with me and I create this entire famous uh, framework and blueprint and you don't want to do this work with me, it's 100% okay, right? Because here's my benefit. Here's what I get out of it. When I get on a call with you and I give you a blueprint that you can utilize, right? It gives me the ability to continue to serve at a higher level and not make it about money. It's really, really important to me that I'm always serving and giving, and that money becomes a, a bonus. Money becomes a secondary effect, the result of the love and the power that I share with others unconditionally, right? And you can take the blueprint, we can have an honest conversation, and you can take that blueprint and go. Just be like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna blow myself up. I'll give it everything. You can take that blueprint and apply it yourself and just knock yourself out and have fun. I'll give you everything your branding, your logos, your colors, you know, the mindset work that you have to do, the specific steps, right? Whether you're, you know, start a YouTube channel, whatever it is, it is going to be probably the best conversation you ever have. And for that alone, it's so worth it. Now, let's say that you want to work with me? Then you tell me. (laughs) Because the difference is, and there's only one difference. The difference is that I'm going to give you everything you need to do, and then you can do that on your own, or you can hire me. That is it. There's nothing else to do with that. You take this amazing plan that I'm going to put together for you, and you implement it, and blow your own mind. You know, I don't have a problem with the lone wolf. I'm occasionally the lone wolf. Sometimes we need that time to sort it out. We don't need somebody else's words in our heads. and our uh, No, we need to sort it out. So we need that time alone, right? But sometimes you need to combine efforts. You need to collaborate. You need to be with someone who can see something that you can't see. If anything, just to expedite the process of the inevit- inevitable. I believe that if you want fame, that you're meant to have it, right? If anything, you're saying, you know what? I want, it, I want it now, and I want it with this help, with this support. And so there's no obligation right there. When you click on the calendar link, it tells you no obligation, no obligation. I make it very clear <coughs> that this is not a sales call at all, right? This is an opportunity for me to serve you at a higher level. And if you need my help, then we're already on the call, and you, you're, you know, we're free to, to move on from there. But um, I have gotten on sales calls with people who did not take me up on an offer and still had the most amazing feeling in the world. And then as a result of feeling so good, I get a sale in my email like out of the blue. Do you know what I mean? Like completely unexpected. So we also work in this, I, I work in this realm where we do branding and we do marketing and we track some of the things we need to, to make sure that we're we're, we're moving you in the right direction and we, um, but we're not leaning on like, oh, you're going to be famous because you wrote, wrote a blog. No, that's not what's going to move the needle. What's going to move the needle is the inside of you. Right. And that, that part is the most pivotal, the most important. And so if you need help and support with that, we'll be able to talk about that too. No big deal. But I promise you, this is not, um, this is not like one of those things. And also, and I learned this tip from a sales training that I did. I didn't make this up. I was taught this, and so and I, and I am a hundred percent going to honor this. If you got on a call with me and you feel I wasted your time, I am going to pay you for the time. I'm going to give you this money because I don't want you to think that I've conned you, taken something from you, not even your time. If this is not high value for you. I will pay you for your time. I promise you that. Okay, that is all that I have for you. Go to ajanus.com slash code Download your free freaking PDF. You're going to freaking love it. Everything that you need is in there. And also, you don't have to schedule a call with me. You can take this PDF. I promise I revealed everything that I learned. And you can start manifesting fame on your own. And if you do someday and want to follow me in social media and say, hey, I got this PDF a long time ago. I've been working it and I've exploded my reach. I just want to say thank you. I would love to hear that message. That message would give me so much life, right? I understand my money comes from the divine. So I don't need to convince and con and do any of that. And I want everybody up to speed with that. I want everybody to be like, I don't have to be conned and convinced into things i can go and hold my own energy in a conversation and if something doesn't feel aligned i can say no confidently knowing that adanis is not going to make me feel bad or it's not going to make no i'm not going to because why would i make you feel bad if something is not going to help you but i know what you and i if we talk we're connected we'll know each other right We'll be present to each other. We'll support each other. And in the future, if there's a space and opportunity for us to work together, I know without a shadow of the doubt that we're going to find each other again. So with that, I want you to take a moment today to picture your legacy. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it and learned something that can take you from Diamond in the Rough to Crown Jewel. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and this show, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back for our next juicy discussion, of course, about metaphysics, photography, and anything in between. Until then, you can find me shooting stars. Bon voyage!